Now for today's quick shot of Sips, Suds, and Smokes. Hey, and welcome to this quick shot episode where everything good in life is worth discussing. I'm your host, Made Man Bob, and joining me in this episode is Made Man Maury. Good morning, Bob. Good old gal, Denise. Good morning, Bob. And good old boy, Justin. Good morning, Bob. Uh, today, we're going to be discussing some recent uh, releases uh, from Paranoid Ricard. We have Red Spot, Single Pot, Still Irish Whiskey. And from Diageo's Orphan Barrel series, we're fortunate to have the Forager's Keep. Uh, this episode of Sip, Suds, and Smokes is sponsored in part by the Fort Lauderdale Whiskey Society. To find out more about the society and their events, visit them at ftlws.com. So let's have Denise give us a little bit of information about the Red Spot Single Pot Still Irish Whiskey. Let's get, get away to it. DJ. Red Spot Single Pot Still Irish Whiskey has its roots in Mitchell & Son, one of Ireland's last remaining wine merchants and whiskey bonders. The spot whiskeys go back to the days when Jameson's Distillery would sell their new-make spirit to bonders who matured them in wine and fortified wine casks. It was then that Mitchell & Son developed a reputation for creating some of the finest single-pot still Irish whiskey wow, couldn't say that, to be found in the capital. The spot names are derived from a former system whereby a spot of colored paint was used to mark barrels of different ages in the warehouse. Over the years, the company produced other expressions of the quote-unquote spot line, including Blue Spot, a 7-year-old whiskey, Green Spot, a 10-year-old whiskey, and Yellow Spot, a 12-year-old whiskey. Last produced in the 1960s, Red Spot has returned after a 50-year hiatus through a collaboration between the Mitchell family and the distillers at the Middleton Distillery. Jonathan Mitchell, Managing Director at Mitchell & Son, researched old recipe books, ledgers, and archive material to tell the story of Red Spot in a new yet authentic way. First crafted by his great-grandfather Robert Mitchell nearly 100 years ago, this expression is a whiskey homecoming for everyone at Mitchell & Son. This new version of Red Spot has been matured for 15 years in a combination of casks pre-seasoned with bourbon, Oloroso sherry, and Marsala. 96 proof, 46% ABV, non-chill filtered, natural color, mash bill 100% malted and unmalted barley. Suggested retail price of $120 for a 750 ml bottle. All right. Have at it, gentlemen. What do you think? I, I Don't everybody it, talk at once. I thought it had a nice light amber color um, on the palate. I'm sure on the nose, I got vanilla and spice on the palate that was carried through. Also nice vanilla and spice. It was really pleasant. Um, I think that the 15 years they spent aging this did it well. Um, it was a lot drier than just Oloroso only finish that you're used to in a spirit like McAllen or something like that. Um, you can pretty much combine this with fish or chicken it's just a pretty good spirit what did you think maury i like this a lot i thought this was really nice this is one of the nicest uh irish whiskeys i've had in quite some time uh, i would agree that uh there's lots going on in the nose including including cooked fruit baked apple even a little bit of mango and some toasted oak i also got more so on the palate but a little bit on the nose some malt banana and chocolate 
Uh, I thought it was really interesting and complex with lots of layers of flavor. On the palate, it was creamy, had a beautiful viscosity and a nice mouthfeel. There was definitely a little bit of sweetness, which I presume is coming from the Marsala, but definitely not over-sweetened or cloying. Um, There's definitely some uh, spice as well as uh, notes of uh, American oak, barley, again, the malt, the banana, a little bit of cocoa or chocolate, uh, baking spice. And then I think the uh, I think the finish is long and beautiful. It's really if if you're if you're interested in uh, Irish whiskey, you can't go wrong with this one. Uh, I found this to be head and shoulders above uh, several of the other spot whiskey series. I've had many of them, all of which are good, but this one really yeah. takes the cake. Denise, yeah, it's a beautiful Irish whiskey. I really do love it. Uh, there's just so much going on. Um, you could just really describe it you know, for hours. It, you go back to it, you try it. It's just delicious. I really think on the finish, you need to just let it sit and linger because it, it just comes back and it changes. And instead of reaching for the glass and, you know, having another sip or two, I think that once you take that sip, you let it linger and it's really special. I, I really love this. Yeah, I love a good pot still Irish whiskey. i that's my jam when I'm talking Irish as opposed to a blended Irish whiskey. Um, you know, it's just, I feel it's just a higher expression of what you're, you know, what an Irish whiskey is supposed to be. And when I saw the news, when I saw the press release, that after 50 plus years, they were finally bringing, I've never had Red Spot. I don't even know anybody that has one, you know, that had one that was old laying around anywhere. So it's just one of those ones you'd heard of and you've never had a chance to try. So I was extremely excited at the opportunity to see this one come back, knowing how good all the others are that we've had. We've done several on the show. I went and grabbed a bottle of the green spot that we did on a show a while back. Um, And this one did not disappoint. I mean, the color on it is absolutely gorgeous. Um, The nose on it, it's just cooked fruit and hazelnuts and, and leather. You've got you've got that malt nose on it that you get. I think more the malt from the un, old uh, the, the the unmalted barley and the malted barley. I get more of a malty nose on something that I think I, I don't know if it's the unmalted barley that actually makes the malted nose stand out more. I, I don't know why. Um, I get a bit of chocolate on the nose um, and on the palate. It's just it's pepper and spice and and that beautiful note in the back of the barley and cocoa and and baking spices and it just wraps itself around your mouth it's got i mean it just clings to the glass i mean it's got such good oiliness and viscosity to it you know just a lovely the others are great but this is really head and shoulders above the other spots I, i love you know i love the yellow i love the green but holy cow that's why i said when this one came out i went Okay, I already know what I'm dealing with on the others. This is going to be even more. Yeah, I please, please send us some samples of this, and uh, I'm I'm so glad that they did because this one is just absolutely. Anybody going to be selling this retail in Florida? That I couldn't tell you. Um, I wish I knew. Uh, it should be out now in the market because I got these samples several weeks ago, so it should be hitting the market sometime relatively soon i would think i don't imagine it's going to be something that's going to be out there in great quantity but you know could it be tracked down yeah i'm sure that it can well if any of you run across a bottle please grab one for me 
Yeah. Well, if, you, if you find one, uh, let me, you know, just ship it uh, to our address at 123 Sesame Street. Right. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, if that's really the price point, it, it's definitely well worth it. And oh, yeah. I would pick it up the minute I saw it. Oh, yeah. I for mean, sure. for, for something of that quality, for yeah. that price, I've paid so much more for so much less. Even for, you know, just, I mean, sometimes you're looking for a really interesting, unique gift for a whiskey drinker or somebody who really enjoys Irish whiskey. That's it. You would pick that up and, and never have to think about it. So um, that's, I don't know that I'd want to give it away. <laughs> I'd rather keep it for myself, but it's that delicious. Mm. Now, Maury's passing around. I went and grabbed a bottle with a green spot that we had from okay. a past show. Try that. That's a, uh, yeah, the green spot's nice. But yeah, that's a that's the Chateau Louisville Barton. It's not the red. And, no. uh, that's aged in Louisville Barton. Yeah. Uh, it's this, nice. See, yeah, and this one, costume. and we love this one. That's why, like I said, when you when you see something get reborn after so long of being gone and something you've heard of, and then you know you get the chance of knowing what they're already putting out now once they've sort of got the whole spot system back. Um yeah, that's that's just exciting. That's yeah. that's very I mean, that exciting. Green well, the spots very hadn't nice. been imported to the U.S. for quite some time. Yeah, they stopped for a while, and then back. they started bringing them back, and yeah. that was exciting. I remember when they started bringing them back in the U.S. I'm like, wow, this is very cool. So when you know, again, when they finally brought their penultimate, you know that 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 gets you excited. All Get I know is apparently spot. they, you know, there must have been a Costco back you know 100 years ago, and they you know went to the old paint aisle with a mismatch, and oh. Red, yeah, we'll take that because that's what they're using to mark the barrels with. Sure, so. <laughs> right. No, definitely yeah, pick that well, up if you see it. But yeah, this one, this one was lovely, and um, none of yeah. you guys got that little hint of banana along with the chocolate. I'm, I'm not. I picking think Justin up. got it on the nose. Yeah, I got a little on the nose and on yeah. the palate. Mm-hmm. I really enjoyed that. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not getting that. I'm. Just, I think the malt's covering it up, but we're going to be giving this one four sips. Well Delish. done. Well done. That's classified. Hey, and welcome back to this quick shot episode of Sips, Suds, and Smokes. We just finished talking about the Red Spot, uh, Red Spot, Red Spot Single Pot Still Irish Whiskey. We gave that a, a, a well-deserved four sips. So we're going to have Justin tell us about our next whiskey for this episode. So we've discussed the Orphan Barrel series in several past episodes. Most recently, we did a show of all the past releases of their rhetoric expression. That was a lot of fun. That, oh, to yeah. see that change from year to year, it, that, cool. was, that was very cool. Over the years, Diageo has merged with or acquired many distilleries and companies in the whiskey business. And as part of those acquisitions, they often ended up with old whiskey stock from those companies. So they have accumulated a very diverse inventory of whiskeys over the years from many different sources, some in large quantities and others in very small quantities. In 2014, they decided to do something different with all this different whiskey, and the Orphan Barrel Project was born. Their first three releases were Old Blowhard, a 26-year-old expression. That's amazing, but you can hardly find it. Barter House, a 20-year expression, which they've had at least a couple of releases of, and you can still find it around. It's very good. And the original Rhetoric, 20-year-old. Over the years, they have released several new whiskeys in the Orphan Barrel series of various ages and pedigrees. Gifted Horse, Lost Prophet, Forged Oak, and most recently, Forager's Keep. 
Forager's Keep was distilled in Speyside at the Pitivac? Pitivac. Pitivac Distillery. Pitivac is Gaelic for farmstead at the Birchwood. Well, of course it is. Don't you know that? Of course. <laughs> the distillery closed in 1993 as a result of business restructuring and has long since been demolished. So this is what you would call a ghost distillery. Absolutely. When you have something that's that's disappeared and you're still drinking product from it, that's there's there's a few out there and this is one of them. So that's a that's a very unique experience to be able to try that. You're right. As a result, its single malt has never been widely available. While most closed distilleries have produced for decades, even centuries before their closure, Pitivake lived a mere 18 years, making it one of the most rarely seen single malts of all. This limited release of Foragers Keep 26-year-old single malt Scotch whiskey has lived longer than the distillery which it, from which it came and is the first single malt Scotch whiskey for the Orphan Barrel Whiskey Company. It's 96 proof, which means it has 48% alcohol by volume, and the suggested retail pricing is $399 for a standard 750 milliliter bottle. On this spirit, I got uh, bananas and pears on the nose, which uh, led to a little bit of vanilla, orange peel, cinnamon, and cloves on the palate. I was hit with um, pleasant vanilla, some almond, and then a little bit of um, spice to it. So as opposed to unpleasant vanilla? Yes. Okay. Just checking. Like the the good Madagascar vanilla, not the cheap vanilla from Just messing with you. the store. And um, it was a really well-balanced spirit, and it had a long, complex finish. Maury, what did you think? Well, I didn't get the things you got on the nose. I really got uh, overwhelming crisp red apple on the nose. Me too. I thought it was like a glass of apple cider. Yes. If I had to close my eyes and somebody said, what do you smell? Apple cider. Crisp apples. Yeah. Just mm -hmm. that sharpness of the apples. Yes. Just like a really good fresh cider. Yeah. Um, I do agree that in the distance there's a little orange peel and maybe some cinnamon and clove, but definitely dominated by crisp red apple. Um, the palate was definitely uh, warming, viscous, uh, wood spice, uh, butterscotch, vanilla, pecans. Uh, I just thought it was a really complex whiskey. Uh, delightful on the palate. Just the more I come back to it, the more different layers of flavor I find. And I thought it had a really nice long finish. Uh, in all, I would say a, a delicious whiskey. Denise? Agreed. Agreed. Um as you know, I agree with you. With the crisp red apples, you, you just you can't miss it. They're there. They're, you close your eyes, and, and that's what you get. Um, I think the spices, the butterscotch, all of that on the palate. But I really enjoyed the finish. The finish for me um, has a little tobacco on it. And right. um, it's got a nice medium finish, and I, and I like that. So you're coming off these... Uh, you know, spices and crisp apples and butterscotch. And then you get this little hint of tobacco on the finish. So I think it really uh, rounds it out and finishes uh, this particular whiskey off very nicely. I would agree with everything you said, except for me, it just lingered a lot longer. I would call it anything but medium. It just lingered on and on. Really? Okay. Mm. Yeah, I'm definitely, it sticks with me. A I mean, lot I longer. Just, I just had a sip. 
oh, about a minute ago, and it's still almost as if it's in my mouth. I had mm-hmm. to finish the entire time you were talking. It was still finishing. Still there? Yeah. <laughs> yeah All right, I'll just, go back to it. It's, it's, it reminds me, there's, there's an apple farm in North Carolina that I have been going to my entire life and going up there in the fall and picking apples, and that, that's what this reminds me of. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're in there doing, you know, with the cider press, making cider, and it's just that that brings it right back. The apple is so forward. It's got the orange peel on it. It's got the baking spice element on the nose. So the nose is, is lovely. The nose is very complex. Uh, and then when you put it in your mouth, then you get that butterscotchy goodness, that, that, that caramel. Um, get a little bit of vanilla. You get some nuts, pecans, maybe hazelnuts. Um, get a little bit of the citrus. And then you get, again, the apple comes back. And the apple is almost like a stewed cooked apple. And the finish on it just... It just lingers and goes on and on and on and on and on. And, on. and <laughs> it's it's you like sit there and you go like, bottle. Let me get this straight. <laughs> you tore this distillery down. <laughs> it's like, mm. The heck were you thinking? I, good Sad. lord! I mean, I don't know if everything that came out of here. This is the first pity bag I've ever had. I don't know if everything that came out of there was this good. But man, if only a, a third of it was this good, somebody messed up. You know, I don't. I don't know if they saved the Bobby stills. Joe, or you what, should have bought it. Saved it from I've extinction. Been waiting for those six numbers to come in. You know, mm-hmm. as soon as those six numbers come in, I'll rebuild it and turn it into my Bond villain lair. You know, big big castle and everything. You know, get me a cat. I can sit there and pet it. Shave my head. Wear a white suit. Be awesome, <laughs> Doctor Evil. Yeah, only slightly evil. <laughs> No, it's, this is this is just really a lovely whiskey, and and this is their first scotch for the Orphan Barrel series. And I know there were a lot of guys we know up in Kentucky were complaining, going, I, "I I bought this. It's a scotch." Well, it says on the label "Scotch whiskey" in big giant letters, you mm-hmm. knucklehead. Um, but I hope this is not their last. And and if anybody has a lot of, you know, smaller lots of odd distillery barrels laying around. I don't know anybody that has more than Diageo does. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, you know, they've been they've been doing a great job with the with the bourbon and the stuff here, but I mean, the stuff they've got overseas has got to be. I mean, they've got to have more releases of of different things than they can possibly count. Yeah, but again, remember they're small. They're much bigger than say small single cask nation who can come out with a single cask. For Diageo, they need to have a number of barrels to put out. Oh no, I mean Diageo owns this. This is what they do with it. This is their little project. With we don't know know, how many barrels there were. There was clearly more than one or two. Oh no, and it's it's you know they'll have several, just not a lot. So, but we're gonna be uh, we're gonna be uh, rating this one at four sips. That's classified. So anyway, that was uh, that was pretty good, guys. Uh, you know, I think they've did an amazing job with this. So, you know, not a bad day of work after all. Nope. Well, that's all the time we have for today. And this has been a quick shot episode discussing these products from Red Spot and from Orphan Barrel. We hope you enjoyed this show, and we remind you that you can catch all of our episodes, including our regular weekly show that comes out every Friday, online at iTunes, Google Play, iHeart, CBS Radio, Radio.com, Spotify, SoundCloud, Stitcher, TuneIn, and any place you can listen to a podcast, as well as on Terrestrial Radio. We love your feedback, and you can reach us online at info at 
do us a favor and please take the time to rate this episode. It's a big help to us and we get to see your feedback as well. So thanks for listening. And for Sip, Suds, and Smokes, this is Made Man Bob reminding you that life is too short to drink bad whiskey. This has been a One Tan Hand production of Sip, Suds, and Smokes, a program devoted to the appreciation of some of the finer slices of life. From the dude in the basement studios, your host, the good old boys, will see you all next time.